in and uh, we good. So, all right. What up, everyone? MCI ADP Studios. Um, this is the first EDP podcast with my guest, Latin J. What up, what up? So, uh, man, thanks for being on for the first one. Yeah, I just want to say before we get started, uh, basically, I wanted to do a podcast because, not because everybody else was doing it, it was just like, I really wanted to get some ideas out there. I wanted to educate and inspire people with, you know, my musical journey, your musical journey, and, you know, as many people that want to come on the podcast and share their, you know, vision or share what they're about. Um, so that's really why I wanted to do it. Uh, but everybody's doing podcasts and I know they can drown out out there, but it's just really about getting our ideas out there, you know, and being able to put it in an audio format and being able to, the whole purpose of the podcast, like I said, is to educate and inspire. So EDP podcast, volume one, episode one, you know, mixing it up. I'm going to have guests on here each time and we're going to interview them. So it'll be an interview style and, uh, We'll get to know our guests, and we'll have some fun, and hopefully you guys can learn some things. And we'll probably just ramble about some shit, you know what I mean? So, Oh, yeah, man. I appreciate you having me on, man, for real. Hell yeah. So, um, so we're going to get started off. Latin J, him and I have worked together for a while, so being able to interview somebody that you've worked together for a while, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask some questions that... Just so the general audience can, yeah, yeah. you know, get to know you. <clears throat> You'd be looking at me like, what, what the yeah. fuck, bro? You, uh, you already know that shit. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you, man. <coughs> so, um, tell me a little about, bit about your backstory. Tell me what you do, because it's not only going to uh, be musicians <clears throat> on the show. Yeah, so. um, I'm currently a store manager at a appliance and electronic store okay. uh, here in Muskegon, Michigan. Um, been there for about four or five years, but I've been in management for the last maybe 10 to 12 years or so. Um, but I've been writing music for about four, till I was about 14 years old, I would say. Um, I was introduced to, uh, ICP and St. Clown Posse, uh, Eminem, you know, Marshall Mathers, okay. um, things like that. And then, uh, I started writing music at a young age, man, getting inspired by their words. And, and even though it was kind of, you know, vulgar from what, you know, the way I go, it, it inspired me in a way. And, um, uh, you know, opened my mind up to it. But it was until probably a little over last year that I uh, decided to take it seriously, you know. So um, I, I'm here I am in my 30s, man, you know what I right. mean, trying trying to make stuff happen. And right. um, <clears throat> it's, definitely a, it's definitely a crazy, crazy journey, man, for sure. So uh, why, why did you wait only a year or why did you wait until a year ago to get serious? I guess... Uh, the self belief, man. You know, I didn't. I didn't believe in myself. You know, and then I think that's most. That's what holds most people back. I think. Um, you know, I met my wife about six years ago. Um, we have you know three lovely you know beautiful kids together, and um, she started to hear me write and started to hear me rap, and you know she was always there to hear me. You know, nights two, three, four in the morning when I couldn't sleep, I was rapping. And she was like, "Man, you're really good. You, you need to put your music out there. You need to, you need to share this with people." And um, it was until you know my kids, my wife, 
my sisters, you know, my my family, my support system really was like, you need, you know, you're good. You need you need to see what you can do. Nice. And uh, that that's kind of why it took so long. But I, I don't want to be that guy that's that's laying there on his deathbed, man. You know, li- dying with regrets. You know, um, if I don't make something out of this music, you know, at least I know I tried. And and that'll be all the fulfillment I'll, I'll I need. You know what I mean? Right. So. I like I like how you said that because you know I'm a little older in my journey. I haven't really taken it as seriously as I should have before. I haven't yeah. known the discipline, you know. And I, I I think that is kind of cool because really I wanted to focus this first podcast around you know just get started. Right. Like that's why I told you I did this podcast because it's like I just want to get started. I want to interview people. Um, and that's sometimes all you got to do is just get started. You're not going to be the best just to get started. You right, know, I, right. I don't have all the equipment I need I want to do to do this podcast, but I'm not going to wait until I get the three other cameras and the better mics and this and that and whatever. So sometimes you just got to, you know, take that jump and get started. So, yeah, I feel you, man. Um, yeah. And uh, just a little bit about the interview series, um, just to preface this off, too, is I had a guy, I used to do interviews, right, like with a green screen, and, and I've had four or five of them on the YouTube channel. You guys can check them out. They're, they're really awesome. This guy did them for me, Tanner Matthews, mm-hmm. and, uh, man, he was just, he does video for a living. That's what he does all day okay. long, but he was helping me with a bunch of stuff, and he edited those things, and he did a great job, but uh, we kind of just lost touch. It was weird, and, you know, I, I don't ish, wish no ill will with him or whatever. Right. I kind of... He kind of dropped off the face of the earth. I did an interview with PL12, and and this was like a year ago, and I was doing them steady, and I did one with PL12, and I did one with Chilla Pachilla in the same day, and this was last December, and was waiting on him to get it edited and, and all that, so... Just a little backstory, but to go back to you, I wasn't trying to go on a, no, a yeah, you're good. rant or anything, but to go back to you... Um, this is why I wanted to do these interviews because I find that very interesting to see how you guys started where you're at. And like we kind of talked before and we obviously work together too, but just to see the progression of everything. We start this today, this podcast, what we talk about today. And then 365 days, this might look completely different. Yeah. I, I, that should be our goal. Yeah, everything about us should be completely different. I've come a, a long a way. Super positive. We've way. come a long way, right. you know. So um, let's get back to the Latin J story. So <clears throat> you were about fourteen. You're writing rhymes, stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? That's what. Yeah, you're saying? yeah. I went to I went to Ravenna, so it was uh, okay. predominantly uh, white school. You know, um, predominantly, you know, just it's just a country town. You know what I mean? A lot of right. farmers and yeah. and nothing against that because a lot of them are, you know, I, I hold dear to my heart. You know, right. I hold Ravana dear to my heart. Um, but it was just uh, as a young kid, you don't share that kind of stuff with with peers because um, peers make fun of you at that age. You know, kids are mean. Um, so I, I kind of just I kept it to myself. You know, until I until I met my friend Tommy Cartier, and he's the one that introduced me to ICP. And Eminem and 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 we started to rap together, you know. And he got me entering talent shows, and we were actually getting pretty good, you know. And he kind of, after a while, when we hit high school, he kind of went his own way, and 
and turned into the guitar and started doing rock and oh, okay. all those things, you know. Right. But he's, he continued to do music. Yeah. Um, and ironically, he was doing music with Chris Bourdain. Oh, okay. Before I hung out okay. with Chris Bourdain, so. Chris Bourdain, Cat yeah. Smasher. Yeah, so that kind of, the same person kind of inspired us both through okay. music, which was nice. ironic. And years later, we, you know, we make music together now, so. Cool, cool. All right, so uh, fast forward a little bit. Um, now you took it serious about a year ago. Yeah. Um, you've been making a lot of stuff happen, so uh, I've been seeing that. We'll talk a little bit about that. But... Uh, why don't you say kind of elaborate a little more on um, so your support system told you to take it serious. So then, <clears throat> what was the next thing after that that was like, well, oh, uh, okay, well, this is probably what should happen? Or Well, I started taking it seriously, writing more music, sharing it with more people. And uh, my boy, Debbie E, um, you know, Ryan Emery. Okay. Ryan Edward. Debbie, shout uh, out yeah, Debbie. Debbie E um, told me, he's like, hey, man, you know, I know this girl. She books shows. Chelsea Crows. Shout out to you, too. I appreciate you. Um, he's like, maybe you should hit her up, you know, get get a show booked, you know. And he's like, if you feel like you can do that. And, and I did a few talent shows in high school, so I knew I could get in front of a crowd. Um, so that wasn't the issue. But I hadn't done it in years. So, um, And here I am, 30 years old, and then the way I write, you know, and the way I rap is a lot different. It's old school. So it's what I grew up to, you know, listening to. Um so I, I hit Chelsea up, and um, honestly, you know, she, she booked my shows. So her and Deadbeat are really the ones that got me going. You know, my wife and everyone got me writing and sharing with people. Okay. Deadbeat really and Chelsea are the ones that really were like, okay, hey, you're good. You need to keep booking shows. You need to put your music out there. Um, and that led to Grand Rapids shows, you know, um, Bay City, Michigan shows, Detroit, Michigan shows. And then I even got invited to the Bronx, which was which was a crazy experience, man. Okay. So. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that as well. But uh, So where does um, Chris Bourdain, Cat Smasher, come into play? What? Uh, well, so you guys <clears throat> were inspired by the same guy, and then yeah, what happened Exactly. He was doing rock music, and uh, I was doing, you know, still writing my, my rap music. And uh, me and Chris actually uh, became friends in high school, probably like sophomore year, i say. Okay, so he um, went to the same high school. Yep. Right? Okay. Um, but I moved. I moved. I, I used to live across town in Urbana, or, you know, close to town, and then I, I moved out skirts closer to Fruitport, and uh, I, li I ironically moved right around the corner from Chris and his brothers. So, you know, we, we hung out, you know, we, we found out we lived right around the corner from each other, so we started, you know, just hanging out. And at that moment in time, he was doing the MMA thing. He was doing the mixed martial arts. Okay. You know, he had put down the, the guitar, he had... Whatever, you know, and, and I would still, you know, gradually write music or whatever and just keep it to myself. Well, after years of building a friendship with Chris, probably I would say five, six years, and um, he started writing poetry, ironically. And uh, he'd come over and he was like, hey, man, can I read you some of this poetry I wrote in the spoken word, you know? He was going through some rough times, you know, and I was going through some rough times, so he was, he was letting it out on the paper. Okay. And uh, so he shared it with me. And I was like, man, that's really good. That's deep, man. I was like, you ever you ever think about, you know, rapping that? And he kind of laughed at me, you know, kind of snickered. And he's like, no, you know. And I was like, yeah, check this out. I grabbed a song and I played a beat and I rapped it for him. Ever since that day, he quit writing poetry. He was writing rap music. Okay. 
So <clears throat> I would say that was probably like six, seven years ago, I'd say. Okay. And uh, we've been writing music ever since. And a year ago, I was like, we got to do this. Okay. And uh, that's where we're at, man. So. All right, awesome. Yeah, so you guys have a group, correct? So yep, I'll bring yep. that up because yep, Lost Angels. people maybe that haven't seen this or don't know you. Yeah, we got an album out, too, so, on all platforms. Uh, Lost Angels so. did a lot of engineering on that record. I think I did a lot of it. Yeah, um, you did all of it. We, we did uh, yep. definitely did some learning and growing on that record. Mm-hmm. Um, so check that out. You can get that everywhere, right? Everywhere. Yeah, I'm on all platforms. So. Um, we are currently working on a second album right now, too. So, okay. And that one's going to, I mean, the first one's great, but this second one's going to blow the first one out of the water for sure. So, so just to tie back in, like, you know, th- that's the thing. You just got to start sometimes. You just got to get it. You just got to get it. In the, you just got to go it. for it, man. Perfect. And now, and now, you know. You never know what you're made of, man, until, until you go, go for it. Exactly. You know, yeah. you know what you're trying to reach for. You know, it's like maybe not this first thing is going to be the most perfect thing. You know? Right, like right. This pad- podcast is going to be fucked up. Like, whatever. It's going to be like, oh, we did all this and then something's going to be fucked up or whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way shit goes, you know. But right. that's not the way to look at things, but you can always progress. But if you never get started, if your family never pushed you to do that, you would never, you wouldn't be sitting here. You wouldn't oh, man, be, I, be able to invite it to the Bronx. You I think, be yeah, exactly. Like, so, do you have any other passions? Obviously, family and those kind of things. But I'm going to keep family talk to a minimum on here because we want to try to give as much value. You know, obviously, we're mm-hmm. all family men. We all love our families. Everybody that watches probably loves their family. Yeah. You know, but, yep. but we'll, we'll keep this more, you know, in a different lane for this particular podcast. Yeah. But, um, you know, what other – is that something that you found passion in? As soon as you started and you kind of seen some stuff rolling, seen the ball rolling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, music's life, man. Yeah. Uh, music became life really fast so and then then you kind of realize this is what i need to be this doing. is this is what i was made to do this yeah. is the feeling yeah. i need to feel yeah you know? yeah that's a beautiful this thing is what about, i've been looking for you know what i mean that's the beautiful so. thing about being a creator or even if you're a painter or anything that's that's the feeling a lot of the creation comes with the feeling you know exactly I mean? yep. the feeling and music is you know, probably the pinnacle of most art forms i would say i don't want to be talking on my <clears> ass you know no, you're right and being opinionated but you know, think about all the songs that you've heard, and they give you a certain feeling. Oh man! You know, yeah. you hear this song, and it's like, oh, I heard that song when I was in this grade, and I was riding in this car, and I was eating this mm-hmm. ice cream, and so it's like exactly a, a, a direct feeling link, neural link to that feeling back to that. Yeah. You know, so um, getting off on a tangent there for a second, but <clears throat> so then you knew. Knew this is uh, what you had to do. So you got the Lost Angels doing that, mm-hmm. um, get some shows with Chelsea. Yeah. And this is all within the last how long, right? Uh, yeah, last year. So when yeah. you said a year ago, we're talking about 2018. Yeah, next week right? Next week will be about a year. Um, I did a Halloween show in my own garage for my family and my friends before I did any venue, anything like that. Um, I had close friends, close family come, and I did a Halloween. That was my last or my first show. Be a year ago, uh, okay. in a week. Nice. Um, so, you know, it's, I've done a lot, man. Cool. It's crazy. So, I, I'm excited for 2020 for sure. And you got some big things coming up. We'll definitely talk yeah. about that as well. But what you just said right there was was pretty interesting. You know, you're. What did you just say? Do you <laughs> did you? Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I worked all night, man. <coughs> and I got this kind of weird fucking. Cold <laughs> <up>. <laughs> That's what happens, man. No, but first like podcast. so within the last year you got some shows. Yep, and, yep. And, and, you know, yeah, uh, it's been it's been it's my first been, show. It's been one year, yep. but that's the thing as creators. That was my point. Is yeah. what I was gonna say is, you know, as long as you get started, and we always want more, so it's hard to sometimes see how far we've been in a yeah, short period yeah. of time because you're like thinking you see all these people and you always you know they say comparison is the enemy of joy, you know, yeah, yep. or the thief of joy rather, but. Uh, you you compare yourself to your predecessors or other people that um, you know you see are successful or mildly successful mm-hmm. or at least as successful as you see yourself soon, right? And then right. you know everything's a growth, obviously. But you compare yourself to that, and you're like, man, I'm not where I want to be. Exactly. Yeah. My shit ain't that good, or or you know whatever it may be. And I still but, go through that. I still yeah, go yeah, through yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I mean, they call that the imposter syndrome or something like that, like, where it's you know, like you never think that. Some weeks are great, you know, yeah. and, and and I make waves and I and I do and make moves, and I'm like, man, you know, I'm like right there, I'm gonna make it, you know. And then the next week is just stagnant, you know. The next few weeks stagnant. It's like, man, what are you doing? Right. You know. So, yeah. it, it's a challenge, man. It's, it's a lot of mental, a lot of mental toughness involved in this for sure. So. What is your next step, you know? Building a fan base, man. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, I think I think I got my experience on stage. I think I can perform in front of anybody. Okay. In front of any amount of people, no problem. Um, and, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to get my feet wet. I wanted to meet promoters, other artists. I wanted to get my name out there. Now I want to build a fan base, you know what I mean, and, uh, and do this together, man, and bring them on a journey with me, you know, um, because you know, I want to give back, man. I want to give back to my state. I, you know, I want to give back to my city. You know, I want to give back to my people, man. You know, I, I got Latin J in there for a reason. You know, yeah, I, I do this for all the, all the Latinos, man. Right. You know, so that's what I do it for. So that, Sweet, that's man. what that's what I want to do, man. So you know, you always got to have your why. Yeah. That yep. That's why exactly it. Yep. You know? So, um, yeah. Uh, so. I know you want to get put on. You want to build a fan base. So let's talk about that a little bit. Building a fan base. I know this is new to you, but uh, you know this is a very important. This is the thing I always preach. This is the last right. thing I say. I always say, hey, listen, you can write another song. You can write 50 songs. But if you don't know who's going to be listening to them, where they're going to be listening, or how... I have to chop that a little bit. I forgot after 20 minutes it shuts off. So it was just on 20, so I just missed right. that. I just got to make sure I keep looking up there. Yeah, I'll you're good. This out. All right. Um, yeah, but that's... Uh, to build a fan base. Yeah, yeah, so building a fan base. Let's get back to that. Um, that's to say, you know, that's the number one thing you got to have when you're doing music. You, you got to learn how to build that fan base. If you're not spending like 70% of your time trying to build a fan base and 30 on music, because 30% of the time, the music shit is the easy shit. Right. Yeah. If oh, you're yeah. good All at day. music, I'm not saying don't practice or don't hone oh, your yeah. skills because I understand how important that is, especially being a guitar mm-hmm. player and a producer making beats. Right. You always got to be practicing. You always got to be writing something new. But 
if your focus isn't on networking, putting on out valuable content, something people can latch on to or get to know you by, right? You know, there's a lot of steps to building a fan base. So, what are some things that you're trying? What are some things that you're going to try? You know, what? Are... I mean, you know, I, I'd like to get you know this email list going. You know, uh, give back to my fans. You know, uh, free drawings, free tickets to shows, uh, free tracks every now and then. Um, you know, percentages off. You know, merchandise, what, whatever I can to give back. I just, I just gave away a, a free radio about okay. a week ago. Yes. Yeah, um, so I raffled that off. You know, a few, few of my friends and a few of my fans actually were sharing my stuff, um, sending me emails in the in the direct message. So you know, I would give them an entry for everyone, and uh, he won the radio. So I sent it out. Um, he's in Los Angeles, California. So um, that was pretty cool, man. So anybody can win, man. So yeah, it's uh. It's pretty cool. I'm I'm just trying new things, man. And I'm trying to actually connect with people on a different level, man. You know, because yeah. I'm a salesman, I'm a manager. I meet new people all the time. Right. So that's kind of how I gotta how I built my clientele there. I gotta build my clientele here. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So I got I gotta build a friendship, man. And I think that's that's what I gotta do. I, so. I think people get lost a lot online because they think everything's automated or a robot or whatever. Right. They don't understand that it. The in-person is just as important as online. You can still build a lot online. Mm -hmm. You can build, you know, we're everywhere with the World Wide Web. But to my point, when you're on the Internet, you got to treat each one of those interactions like somebody that may come in and talk to you about something else that you're trying to sell them. Or, right, or exactly, it is, exactly. You know? yep. it, you, it, and it can't be a sales pitch, you know. Yep. You, you really got to just... You know, and that's the thing. Not every fan is for you. There's mm -hmm. fucking trolls and there's people that are yeah, gonna right, fucking right. hate on you and shit. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter. It's not like every fan is going to be for you or some shit, you know. Right. So yeah. um, to be able to just connect with a certain amount, you know, it's going to be a lot of people just think it's like, oh, I got to beat Drake and play in front of fucking a million people. Or something, right. You know, every no. show or something. And it's like he started with zero fans as well. So, mm -hmm. you know. It can be discouraging, but if you can get one fan, you can get two fans. If you can get three, you can get four. And yep, get five, exactly. You can get ten, you know? Exactly, and that's that's what I try to do every show, man. Yeah. At least get one or two new fans, um, one or two new, you know, Facebooks, whatever, whatever I can get, you know, any social media I can get from them, you know, just any kind of connection I can get because I'm trying to sell myself, man. You right. Know? So, and your ideas uh, and your yep, music. Yeah, exactly. So, um. um Let's go back to a little bit of Latin J stuff. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about now. Now you want to build a fan base for this upcoming year, and then what? What else do you are you are your plans as far as your music? What, I mean, what content, out, what's uh, visuals. You know, a lot yeah. a lot more music videos. I didn't I didn't really do many music videos last year. I didn't have much content. You know, when I look at the top rappers in this game. You know, their Instagrams are blowing up. They're doing, you know, four, five to ten posts a day on, on each platform. You know, they're doing lives. They're doing yeah. whatever. And they could just be them eating a meal. But the thing is, is they're building content, you know. So as a guy that, you know, don't know anything about this game, that's never done anything, you know, I look at people that got what I want. And then I try to I try to mold it and make it my own, you know. And I I need to build content. I don't need to use their content per se, right? But I need to build Latin J content and show people what I'm about and what I do. You know what I mean? Because I work hard, man. Yeah, I we mean, work hard, right? I I think that's uh, 
one way to look at that too, and I know we've talked about this a little bit, but like think of it more as a documentation instead of like, oh, I got to try to do this on top of writing this song and doing it. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. So, because I'm. I myself, even with this podcast and some of the video stuff we've been doing, you know, obviously we've done some stuff. Tony and I have done some stuff. So uh, Drew and I got a cook up. I've been trying to do more videos and more content myself. Mm -hmm. So ramping that up, just thinking about that, you know, document your shit. You know what I mean? It don't have to be nothing crazy. And exactly. Content doesn't necessarily have to be some edited, drawn out video or some long ass, long form podcast like this. Exactly. You know, yep. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. But if you're somewhere, take snap a picture, tell the story, ask a question. You know. Mm -hmm. So, and well, social media marketing. We can talk about that on a whole different level. You know, on some other podcast. But uh, I mean. Right now, just content is king. You got to be putting it out all the time. Exactly. Putting out as much as you can, and someone's going to suck. Not everybody will resonate, but if you keep consistent, finally you'll mm -hmm. poke your way through. You know. Yeah, I got I got some content coming out from uh, my New York trip. That'll be on that 2020 vision video that we're oh. going to shoot um, here soon. So I think that'll that'll be some good so content. So that's your next for step, shooting a video, 2020 vision. Yep, yep, and that'll be uh, a single for you know my next album. Okay. Um, Dope. Yep, and that'll be on sale, um, like I said, as a single, and you can buy that any, anywhere on all platforms, 99 cents when that drops. So so is that what you're going to do, is you're just going to release singles, and then yeah. once you've got an album, you just contact yep. it as one I'll drop maybe, you know, four or five singles, and then have another, you know, four or five songs that people didn't get to hear, okay. you know what I'm saying? So you're just going to focus on the singles kinda, first. Kind of let them, you know, grasp it and be right. like, hey, this is fire, this is lit, yeah. I like this one too. Let me buy this album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, so, think, I think that's the way to go anymore. Albums are kind of a man; they're kind of hard. It gives you yeah, an opportunity well, yeah. to see what people are biting on and, and yep. uh, being able to build fans because you might put something and it might not get as great of a response. Right. But you got to test the waters, and if you're not even there yet, building that fan mm -hmm. base, and you're just throwing shit out there like it's, it, I'm just I'm tough. I'm open minded in this game, right. man. Yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying. Be. And every so, fan's important. I'm, I'm you know. just trying to do what I can to make it, man. That's it. I've been sitting here so. this whole podcast with my zipper down. <laughs> what up, bitches? <laughs> I always fucking do that. I never zip up my zipper. I don't know why. Uh, it's not because I'm lazy. It's because I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Fucking next 2020. I actually produced that joint, so that I really like that joint. Yeah. Um, it's one of my favorites for yeah, sure. It's, it's got That one's got some good feeling to it. And then we'll see what we're going to do with the video. And uh, then after 2020, you're just going to put out another single and go from there? Yeah, I got a, I got a couple singles. Um, I, I got a, a banger that we're working on actually right now. Okay. I don't got a name to it yet, but it, it's going to be nice. Shine? Yeah, okay. it's going to be nice. Um, and then uh, I got that claim to fame that you produced also okay. as well. So Nice. So yeah. um, to, get, to bring some value, to give some value, you know, and, and to kind of maybe we'll start head in this direction we wanted to say we just wanted to begin we wanted to get this podcast in it's not going to be perfect it's not going to be the most well lit the best audio but we wanted to get it in we want to get it out there right how you practice how you get good obviously you'll be on here more and then you know as we expand we can do more things hopefully we can talk again in a year like i said and everything is going to look and then feel and be completely different and oh better. man i hope so yeah so that's the goal but at least we'll be able to talk about some accomplishments. So never forget your 
your accomplishments this far, every small step is a great step towards what you're working on. Right. right? Yep. So, yeah, uh, my New Year's resolution this year was uh, to do my first show. I think I've done uh, 16 so nice. far. So Nice. Yeah. Cool. So uh, that's the reason why I want to have this man on because he has just started and he's getting started late. So he's already kind of fucking not saying you're getting started late. Hey, I got you, man. Hey, music. But, uh, just uh, doing everything against the odds of what people say you couldn't do, most likely. We all are. We all are going against the grain some way or, you know. Right, so right. It, it's just fucking get started and do it, man. Just put something out there and get out there. We're all going to fucking die anyway, and yeah. it could be any time. So why not just share your shit with the world, share you with the world. And, I hear and you, man. nobody likes it, then fuck them. You, you, know? you, you got uh, J. Cares? Cole in his 30s, you know what I mean? Right. Nipsey Hussle was in his 30s, man. Right. I you, mean, you got it, Am in his 40s, you know. It's all, I mean, everything. It's possible, man. So. Everybody has their own timeline for shit, you know, yeah. and everybody yeah. realizes shit You're at right. different times. It's all part of the and, journey, you and know? I And I feel like... Uh, Rap music, I wouldn't say hip hop, you know, because hip hop, you know, is the new school, you know, um, you know, they're in that category, man. I consider them hip hop, but rap music, I think, has been in a decline, you know, lyricism. So, you know, I feel good, and I feel like this is my time, you know, to bring that music back, man, and to let kids know and future kids know it's okay to be a lyricist. You know what I mean? Right. You ain't you ain't gotta be talking about Gucci Gang and Bang yeah. Bang and this and right. that. You know what I mean? Actually, have some creativity and express yourself to the world, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Show people the true art of yourself. You know what I mean? So that that's why I take this lyricism stuff you know, pretty seriously. Um, yeah. But so, I don't knock their style, you know what right, I mean? It right. works for them, you know. I appreciate their style. I appreciate hip-hop, you know. So that's just not my thing, you know. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's definitely some lyricists out there killing, and it's just it feels like the mainstream thing yep, is yep. more of the dumbed-down thing. But that's like with mm -hmm. any genre. It doesn't matter. It's it's pop, four-chord, right. whatever. But, um, you know, and some of it isn't terrible. No, you know? no, it's you not. Know, and like I said, personal taste, I, I, like, bump, you know, I bump some of it. Right, that's what I'm right. saying, you know. So, But as far as the lyricist, um, why do you think that's – why do you think that being a lyricist resonates with you over just um, making a song that may be – it helps Simpler. me. Uh, it helps me connect with the the artist. You know what I'm saying. Um, you know, I can I can resonate with their words and their lyrics and and understand that I was there at one point. You know what I'm saying. To a guy that you know was talking about dealing drugs or getting locked up. You know what I mean. I can't resonate with that. You know, so right. so much because I ain't, I ain't never done stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean. And you don't but, want to be somebody you're but not, you, know? you know when they're when they're a lyricist and they're talking about the streets, I can still resonate on when they're happy, when they're sad. You know what I mean? When they're when they're uh, when they're shook. You know what I mean? Uh, just just a lot of things that they they talk about, I can resonate with. So uh, lyricist, I can really just I can read their mind, man. It's like a book. You know what I mean? I, they open up, and I and I can almost feel like I'm one with that person for a minute in time. And it's almost like they're talking to me. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Um, and those other songs, like I said, they're nice club bangers. I bump them in. I like to I like to lift weights with, to it. Like right. to just cruise with it. But right. on those days that I need, you know, I need music. I can't be messing with something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean. So that's what I resonates. Need, yeah. I need I need some yeah. real music, man. You know, I when when I need something to pick me up, you know, and that's what those lyricists are there for. 
You yeah, know that's, I mean? that's, so you know that's what I tend to uh, lean towards too. You know, it's more the lyricist type thing. So if people are checking Latin J out. Yeah, he is a lyricist, but I hope that you would take the time if you're actually watching this podcast. We appreciate it. I do one, for sure. Two, if you're taking the time to watch us or peep this out. Just check out Latin J's music. I'm sure we'll play a little bit on the intro and the outro for you guys. And if you got Amazon Alexa, everybody's got Alexa nowadays. Yeah, we got that you, shit. You just, you know, Follow. Alexa, play songs by Latin J, and then she should pop up changes. Um, and oh, then you'll yeah, be able to listen dope. to the whole album. So nice. that's on there for you. Super dope. Cool. So. Awesome. So... We're going to wrap this thing up. I don't want to keep these too terribly long. I hope you guys got something out of this. We'll have Latin Jay on again, and we're working on stuff right now. He's pretty fresh to the game, yep. but, you know, get started, guys. Like I said, this podcast, fucking we just doing it, you know? I see this shadow in the background. It's probably fucking annoying and whatever, but <laughs> we just did it, and we got to oh, put yeah. it out there. And we'll do more. I appreciate we'll have it, more man. And, yeah, thanks for coming on, and I, I really hope you guys do get inspired by him. He's only been doing this shit for a year. He has gotten 16 shows, and his goal was one. So at least he didn't stop at his goal or didn't yeah. try. Yeah. And I know, Real quick before we go, though, getting those shows, what, what was the most important thing is like getting those different shows to you? What was the most important skill as a rapper that you had to have to be able um, to get those shows? I would say what, what made me stand out to make those promoters – um, continue to book me or want to book me was I don't rap to a backing, you know. So when I perform, I perform my song live. I do the hook, I do the verses. So if I mess up, you hear it. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a my track in the background to save save my ass if right. I mess up. You know what I mean? Um, and then I would I would network with them, man. You know, I'd hang out with Chelsea. I'd talk to Chelsea. I would talk to the other artist, and then eventually I'd build a friendship, and they'd be like, hey, man, I got this opening for this show. Hey, I got this slot. Because they knew I could go up there, and they knew I could perform. Um, so I figured once I show these people I can perform, I build a friendship with them. They're going to want me, and and they have, and they've continued to book me. I just got asked to book November 2nd uh, at Simon's After Dark. But unfortunately, I'm not going to do that. I'm taking some time off right now and just kind of concentrating on, you know, the fan base and everything. But Castmaster will be there, and I'm going to go support him. So Cool. Nice. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I'm going to wrap this thing up. Thank you guys for tuning in listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Latin J on the mic on Instagram, yep. Facebook. So I'll put everything, that stuff. Yep. It'll also be in the links below. And EDP, Exit Door Productions. For all your music needs, thanks for checking out the podcast, and uh, much love to you guys. Peace. Peace out. Right on, bro.